your name is your word. Your word is your bond. And your brand needs to reflect that people can trust you. Whether it's your personal brand or your corporate brand, people need to be able to trust you. There are opportunities for our work and careers everywhere, if you know where to look. That's easier said than done, especially in our fast-paced and constantly changing world. Marianne Fairmouth is talking to experts, employers, and job seekers to bring you insight and understanding about what's possible. This is Career Can Do, where we're navigating the new work world. Welcome to the Career Can Do podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate the new work world. My name is Marianne Fairmouth. I'm an executive recruiter, multi-genre author, nationally syndicated columnist and speaker. And today I am just delighted to have a guest on my show that I have the utmost respect and admiration for. Pamela McGowan is a past international director of Toastmasters. And at one point, she was over 143 countries and 14 regions globally. I met Pamela back in 2016 when I first started Toastmasters in an executive club. She has just been such a wonderful mentor to me. I see how she really is a person that wants to help people become their best self that I wanted to have her on the show today. As I said, I've been a recruiter for a long time, and I think organizations like Toastmasters International, where she's been a member and a leader, are so critically needed right now because not only do they help the candidates refine their speaking skills, but they help them in so many areas across the board that we're going to talk about today. So after that incredibly long introduction, and without further ado, help me welcome Pamela McGowan. Pamela, say hello to everybody. Thank you, Marianne. It's great to be here. I'm thrilled that you took the time to be here. I know how busy you are. And, you know, as I mentioned, I've been a member of Toastmasters for, since 2016. And I've even been in a leadership role as an area director. You know, Pam, I just cannot tell you, sitting on my side of the desk, how much this organization can help people in the new work world. Because not only does it help somebody refine their speaking skills, but there's so many other advantages to the club and so many things that are benefits to becoming a member. So can you tell us from your perspective what you think those benefits are? Well, certainly the benefit of refining your listening skills, your thinking skills, as well as your communication skills. Listening is a part of communication that most people do not consider when they go into public speaking. You have to know your audience and listen to what they want. In the work world, you certainly have to know what this company is all about and what they want from you as an employee. So listening, then thinking about what you have to add, what value you can give them based on what it is you just heard they wanted. So listening, then thinking about what you want to say, and then saying it in a way that communicates your message and your value to that employer or to anyone that you're communicating with and trying to work with. So networking, cultivating friendships, social activities, even some competition of speaking, continuous learning and leadership training are all of the things that Toastmasters focuses on in developing the individual as well as helping an individual make that U-turn to help someone else 
when we first come, we help ourselves. And then we help other people become better than they were yesterday through this listening, thinking, and communicating in Toastmasters. Yes, I think you said a mouthful there, but I think you said, you know, I think you said it right. You said it all. And I think that, you know, that's one of the wonderful benefits that not only do we go into an organization where we're going to help ourselves, but we're also going to help others. And I think that one of the big things right now that's so front and center in the work world and in the world even is the human element and caring about someone else, all right? Not just about me, it's about we. And I think that that's ingrained in Toastmasters. And when I went there, I was so amazed because it's a very professional organization. But as you mentioned, the competition isn't cutthroat. The competition is, I want to be good at what I do, but I want to help you be good too. And you don't find that in many organizations, okay? It's about, look at me, how wonderful I am. But in Toastmasters, how can we help you become better? I've been helped. And how can I help you? And that's just, a, that's a great thing. There's a program now, I think it's been rolled out just a few years ago. It wasn't there when I first started in 2016, but it's a great program called Pathways that helps people not only with their speaking skills, but in so many areas. Can you tell us a little bit about Pathways, Pam? Pathways is the way that we deliver the curriculum in Toastmasters. It's a learning management system. The member chooses which learning path best suits their goals. We have 11 learning paths from dynamic leadership all the way to visionary communication. A person can take an assessment and the system will pull up three top paths as suggestions, but certainly the member has the ability to choose any of the 11 paths and work in that curriculum to become better at whatever it is they're wanting help with, whether it's leadership, communication, presentation mastery, even engaging people with humor. There's a path for that. Coaching, mentoring, all of that come into play in these pathways, learning paths that people can select and work through in Toastmasters. We deliver that product through Toastmasters clubs and meetings where it's a very supportive learning environment for everyone. You get immediate feedback on how well you're doing and suggestions for how you can improve your communication style or your communication choice of words, whatever it might be. You're going to always get some kind of feedback that will help you become a better communicator and a better leader in your endeavors. Well, I think it's so great. And I think right now it's really necessary and it's important, you know, for people to know about this. I wanted to have you on the show today because so many people I'm finding during COVID were let go or companies closed or laid off. And they sat back and said, you know, I don't know that I want to do this anymore. I think I want a new career. So if you're going to get into a new career at that point, you need support. You need guidance. You need to have people around you, which in most cases in in Toastmasters, the majority of them are professional people and people that are going to support you when you're on your journey. And so I think that the timing right now, what we're all dealing with is paramount to know about organizations like Toastmasters that can help you get to where you want to go in a supportive way. I know that during COVID, some of the meetings a lot of the meetings were online, 
because we had to do it that way. But I'm glad, you know, we have that. At least Zoom isn't as personal as you can't reach out and touch them like you did in the meetings, in-person meetings. But we had those meetings online to keep it going. But Pam, are those meetings going to change a little bit now in the future where there will be more in-person meetings? Yes and no. The yes is companies are now allowing their employees to come back to work, be in the office. There are some employees that are still working remotely. This gives the opportunity for those that are in the office to come to the meeting in person. The ones still working at home can come in through the online multimedia opportunity. You'll have a meeting where there are people in the room and there are people that are joining the meeting online. In a corporation, they do that very well. They have screens and the equipment to handle that. And they had meetings like that prior to COVID. So they already knew how to do it. In Toastmasters, we had a little bit of a learning curve. We had to find a platform. We had to teach people how to use the online platform meeting platform. And then what is the meeting etiquette? There's different meeting etiquette online than there is in person. You have to be a little bit more specific with what you're doing online than you did in person because it was very natural flow of a meeting in person. We learned how to do it very quickly. In my home club, it took us one week. We missed one meeting because of COVID to figure out how we're going to do this online. That's how quickly we pivoted in Toastmasters. And I think that's something else we learned, pivot skills. And in life, if you're going to be successful in any area, personal or professional, you got to know how to pivot. And I think that's another thing that Toastmasters teaches us. You know, I had the, the excellent experience of being in a leadership role. I was an area director, and I think I was over seven clubs. And those seven clubs were engineering-related clubs because I'm a technical recruiter, and I place a lot of people. So I thought being in that environment, you know, would be in an area that I was familiar with. But what I learned in being an area director, and essentially I was like a mentor to these clubs, is that the managers that were members of the clubs, Pam, would tell me that they felt when their people involved in Toastmasters, they became better employees. They communicated better. They were more willing to help their coworkers. They just learned so many valuable skills. You know, it was exciting to me to go into these clubs and see people that maybe are a little bit introverted or afraid or scared to speak. And then in seven, eight, nine, ten weeks, they were up there giving a great speech and feeling good about it. So you just don't find organizations like this very often. There's just so many benefits. You know, I'm an introvert. I mean, people say, you're an introvert. I'm a friendly introvert. But my comfort zone is research and writing and behind the scenes. Now, I can talk to anybody about anything in the professional arena. I've had to. But Toastmasters has helped me come out of my shell a little bit to feel more confident, to get in front of people. And I think, you know, it can do that for a lot of people. So if a person is maybe unfamiliar with how to get into a club, I mean, what do they do, Pam? Do they go to the website? How do they find a club that might be near where they live? Or even more importantly, a club that might be more in alignment with who they are? How would they find that? We have many Toastmasters clubs, as I told you, in 143 plus countries around the world. The best way to find the one that you fit, where you fit, is to go to Toastmasters.org. There's a big yellow button there that says find a club. It will ask you what city, what zip code are you looking for. The search will return many options for you. And just 
contacting the contact information that's listed there will give you an idea of where they meet, how often they meet, and a contact person that you can talk to or email to find more about what are the benefits of joining this particular club. I would recommend visiting a club before joining it and maybe visiting more than one club before joining Toastmasters. I'm a member of more than one club myself. I've been in Toastmasters for about 20 years and joined an advanced club after I had made some advancements in Toastmasters because I found that people with higher aspirations in the Toastmasters organization lived in these advanced clubs. I wanted to learn from them. That's how I became more than a Toastmaster club leader and went on to be elected to the board of directors of Toastmasters International just by seeking out those opportunities that were presented to me in that first club I joined. And I think the other thing that needs to be said here is the the quality of, of people that belong to Toastmasters. I have to tell you a little story. Back in 2016, I had to give a speech in San Diego at the Del Coronado in front of 1,500 people. And my younger son at the time was working for a company where his boss was a distinguished Toastmaster. And he was just talking to his boss one day at lunch. He said, oh, my God, my mother's got to go to San Diego and give this big speech. And she's so nervous. She's kind of an introvert and quiet. He said, why don't you tell her to go to Toastmasters? It'll help her. So he came home that night and said, Mom, if you go out in front of those 1,500 people and you give a bad speech, your career is toast. Mom, you better go to Toastmasters. So I sat down at my computer that night and I, I looked for a club and there was a club about three miles from me. And I happened to, there's a phone number on there and I called. And the person that was the president of the club at the time was the, was the district director. And I called and she said, it was a Tuesday night, I'll never forget. She said, we have a club meeting tomorrow. You come. Do you have your speech written out? I said, yes. I said, it's not very good. She said, that's okay. You come and you give that speech and we'll help you. This woman doesn't know me from Adam's house cat. But I went. And they did help me. And I gave an amazing speech. And that was the beginning of the end with me for Toastmasters. I immediately joined that club. That woman I adore, you know who it is. I will always stay in Toastmasters. In fact, that reminds me. There's a very famous person that was one of the initial, I think, founders, or she was a member. But I think her name was Helen Blanchard. Her quote that's all over Toastmasters is, if you get out of Toastmasters, all there is to get out of Toastmasters you will never get out of Toastmasters. And I believe that's true. What do you think about that quote? Don't you think that just says it all right there? Well, certainly. Helen Blanchard was one of the first female members in Toastmasters, as well as the first female Toastmasters International president, a very savvy lady, and knew what she wanted and how to get it. But I think the quote came out of, there is always something new to do and learn, and especially in Toastmasters. You always have new members that you can mentor. There are new opportunities to be a leader in different arenas in Toastmasters. You can lead small groups, large groups, conferences. You can run for election to the board of directors even. A lot of opportunities that were given to me in Toastmasters would never have come my way in my corporate job. As a matter of fact, at age 50, I quit the corporate job and became a full-time Toastmasters servant leader and ambassador for Toastmasters, because I felt like it aligned with my life purpose of helping other people become better than they were yesterday. Well, I think that's amazing. And I think that says a lot about who you are and that you did recognize that this was an organization that was in alignment with who you are. 
and you got more and more involved to be able to give back. I've always thought the world of you, Pam, because you go after the extra mile to help people. You always have. And I had a situation just about six weeks ago. I had a new prospective client in Chicago and they flew me out and they were looking at me, using me as their recruiting source, as well as one of my competitors. And I went into this meeting and six board members in the conference room. And we were talking and the man, I had like a, you know, a resume or presentation thing. He said, oh, you were a division director at Toastmasters? Yes. Well, I was too. He said, that says a lot about me, but a lot about you. If you were in Toastmasters, that means you have integrity, you help others and you're professional and you want to be the best version of yourself. You know what? I think we should work with her instead of the other agency. So there's a huge network of people, all right, that respect other people that are in Toastmasters. You know, I was pretty shocked, but I thought, you know, there's a real network here. And I think in the new work world now, people are looking at everything under a microscope and having on your resume that you're a Toastmaster member. That might set you apart from somebody else that's vying for that same job. So I think, you know, yeah, there's just so many benefits here, but they're good people. They help you grow. It's fun. I mean, I'm a member of many clubs. I did take a little sabbatical, you know, during COVID. I wasn't involved in as many clubs, but it's a great organization. I've grown personally and professionally so much from it. I've made friendships that I'm sure I'll have for the rest of my life. And as an executive recruiter for almost 35 years, I cannot tell you in this new work world how this organization will help you expand personally and professionally in everything that you want to do going forward. And, you know, with the new year upon us, we're all looking at our resolutions. We're all looking at our new goals. It would behoove you not to check out Toastmasters because you have so much to gain from it. And the, the membership fee is so nominal compared to some other big organizations. You'll just get so much out of it. And the people you meet will be lifelong friends. So, Pam, we're getting near the end here. If we had to leave our listeners with two tips of what you believe prospective employee or even a company manager might get out of becoming a member of Toastmasters? What would those two tips be? For a person who is looking to improve their, their listening, thinking, and speaking skills, Toastmasters is the premier provider of that service in the world today. For the company, you're going to find that your meetings run better that once a person is in Toastmasters that has an agenda and follows the time, start on time, end on time mantra, their meetings are going to be more productive. People are going to have action items when they come out of that meeting and better performance in their job because they know how to listen. They know how to think about things critically, think about what is the next step, and then be able to communicate to others what is the next step? What are we doing now? And how are we going to get there? The core values of Toastmasters of integrity, respect, service, and excellence will serve anybody in any endeavor, but especially in the corporate arena where your name is your word. Your word is your bond and your brand needs to reflect that people can trust you whether it's your personal brand or your corporate brand, people need to be able to trust you. And that's certainly one of the things that we value in Toastmasters is transparency and the integrity of everything we do. I agree. And I think that 
Helen Blanchard said it right. You'll never get out of Toastmasters, but you got to get in first. So go to that website. Say what it is again. Pam, what is the name of the, what is the website? Toastmasters.org. T-O-A-S-M-A-S-T-E-R-S dot org. Toastmasters will change your life. It will. And if you don't remember any of this and you, you're driving right now, all of this information will be on my website, fairmouth.com. Check Toastmasters out. Make it a goal for 2023. You'll only, only expand and grow from being a member of Toastmasters. And Pam, thank you so much. I've so much enjoyed our friendship and our professional and personal relationship. And I feel so honored to know you and that you took the time to be on Career Can Do. So we'll see you all next time and check Toastmasters out. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. We thank you for tuning in to our Career Can Do podcast. We make no guarantees on results for your particular quest, but we hope you enjoy the information presented. The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely that of the guest or speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Marianne Fairmouth and Fairmouth and Company. Thank you.